Welcome to uh, Moving Forward with Young Voices. I've got to tell you, I've been looking forward to uh, this interview with Grayson Quay uh, since, geez, I guess about yesterday when I, I read his article in the Washington Examiner. Because it's not issue focused, it is system focused. He points out a problem that is has infected the body politic. And I think this is really what's causing uh a lot of the problems we're facing at a national level and a state level and a local level is exactly the issue that uh, Grayson has pointed out. He is Grayson Quay. He is a Young Voices contributor, uh, and his works have been published in the American Conservative, the National Interest, and the uh, Spectator. Grayson, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's really good to be here. And I've, the title of your article is The Problem with Doing Something. And uh, I've got to tell you, you're basically – you've come out and said, look, uh, we've spent $4 trillion trying to fight the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, a guest from this series, uh, Moving Forward with Young Voices, last week brought up a fact, and he said 25% of all U.S. dollars presently in circulation – were printed in the last year. Wow. That's $4 trillion. Joe Biden wants to put another $2 trillion, oh, excuse me, $1.9. Can we round up to $2 trillion more into the mix? And there's really not a lot of pushback on that. Everybody wants to take this approach that, well, yeah, why not? Where does that philosophy come from, Grayson? Why aren't politicians standing up saying, this is insanity? Yeah, well, I mean, a couple of things to start off. When, you, when you've reached the point where $100 billion is a rounding error, you're in pretty dangerous territory, <laughs> right? 1.92, what's the difference, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is, uh, despite how it may sound, uh, the problem with doing something, this is not an op-ed written by uh, Jeffrey Lebowski. I, <laughs> I do believe in doing things generally, right? That's not mm-hmm. Doing nothing is not my entire life philosophy. But yeah, so... Uh, President Biden has called President Trump's earlier bill, which was, you know, itself, I believe, you know, nearly a trillion dollars, a down payment, right? Um, And his advisors, we've seen this in numerous articles, I believe there's one in the Washington Post, one in the New York Times, where uh, all of President Biden's advisors are telling him it's better to go too big than to go too small on this, right? And I thought, wow, geez, Um, you know, and there's so much in this $1.9 trillion bill that doesn't necessarily need to be there. I mean, there's enormous amounts of money for airlines that probably don't need it. Uh, there's bailouts for state and local budgets that were badly mismanaged before the pandemic even started. Um, there's plenty of economists who have said, look, stimulus isn't going to work in this economy. Uh, the money's just going to sit in checking accounts. But yeah, so I started thinking, why? I think this, uh, you know, during his first term. And Romney said something like, well, I think we would have been better off without that bailout. The Detroit automakers could have gone through bankruptcy. They would have come out stronger. And Obama said, no, you're wrong about that. You know, we would have lost a million jobs. It would have been a catastrophe if I hadn't put that bailout through. And then I thought, well, who's right? And the question, the uh, the answer rather is we can't know. 
you know, unless somebody invents a device where we can look into the alternate future where President McCain didn't bail out the auto industry, right? Well, you know, you have a line, uh, Grayson, in your article that I want to quote because I think it is a uh, a powerful line that applies to politics across the spectrum. You write, if you do nothing and things get better, you get no credit. If you do nothing and things get worse, your political head ends up on a platter. And I, I think the pandemic has shown us that. I mean, this big push to, you know, uh, wear the masks, to close down restaurants, to lock down the now, economy. Right? Yeah, and it seems like politicians were just, let me push as many buttons as I can, so I can tell the people, I'm doing something. Look how many lives I've saved. Whereas if if you take the approach like they did in Florida and South Dakota. You just become a, a a punching bag. Is that really the the direction you're going with your article? Yeah, I think so. You get to the point where it's uh, it's more important to be perceived to be doing something to help than to actually do something that helps, right? You know, if you do something, uh, you know, if you do something big, you know, throw a ton of money at it, and nothing really gets better. You always have the option of just saying, "Well, if I hadn't done this, it would be so much worse." Right. And there's no way to just prove that statement, right? It's a uh, it's a perverse incentive. You know, doing nothing has a huge potential downside, even if it's the best option. Whereas doing something, even if it's not the best option, has no real downside. You can easily wiggle out of any criticism for that. Yeah, and you you bring up a, a story from New Jersey, a, a tragic story of uh, I believe it was Kylie D'Alessio. Mm -hmm. uh, she was killed in a car accident. Well, tell us the facts and tell us the solution. And why the solution actually created more problems. Yeah, so this this case is wild. Um, and I actually heard about it from my wife who grew up in New Jersey. And, you know, then that, the Obama-Romney thing from 2012 and the Biden stimulus bill just kind of converged in my mind. And I was like, oh, this is the problem, right? So in 2006 in New Jersey, there was a car accident uh, in which two teenagers, one of them, Kylie D'Alessio, uh, were killed. And the driver, um, so the driver was uh, on a provisional license. He was underage. And uh, when you have a provisional license in New Jersey and in many other states, you can only have one other passenger in your car. He had three passengers. Um, Kylie was killed and the others were injured. Um, Kylie D'Alessio's mother, who understandably was obviously heartbroken by the loss of her daughter, uh, undertook this kind of political cause to make the roads in New Jersey safer for uh, teen drivers with provisional licenses. In 2010, this law, which is called Kylie's Law, was passed. And as a side note, the fact that we name laws after people at all is a little crazy to me, right? It's a to, You have to work pretty hard to convince me that something that happened to one person one time is enough to justify you know, a law that will apply to everyone forever. But right, right. that's a side note. So this law passes, it sails through the legislature, no votes against it in the assembly, only three votes against it in the state Senate. Um, and one of the craziest things about this law is it doesn't, um, so first of all, it cuts back uh, the, so first of all, or sorry, geez, stumbling over my words. So first of all, it would not have saved Kylie D'Alessio's life because it doesn't change the uh, fact that you can only have one passenger in your car, right? 
So two people died in the accident. Two people could still die in an accident without breaking the law. Um, but the big thing it changed was that you now have to wear, if you're a, an underage driver in New Jersey, uh, you have to affix a little red sticker to your license plate so the police can identify you as a provisional license holder and more easily pull you over if they see you have too many people in your car. Um, now, the downsides of that should be obvious, right? What was happening? So now if you're an under – if you're a provisional license, meaning you're 16 or younger, you now have a red sticker on your car. I can mm-hmm. see a lot of issues with this. If mom and dad share the car with the driver, mm-hmm. right, they're now driving a car with a red sticker, but – Yeah, so the sticker was removable. It was a decal of some sort, but the the big problem here is that – uh, is the human trafficking issue, right? And I've spent a lot of time in New Jersey rest stops, and they all have huge human trafficking warning posters um, easily displayed to help you spot the warning signs. So it shouldn't have been hard to put two and two together. And also, there have been other states that have passed similar laws um, where you had to have a special license plate or a sticker of some sort for a rental car. And what those states found was that uh, criminals and gang members were targeting these people because Uh, People who have rental cars are probably from out of town. They're probably carrying a lot of cash and they probably don't know their way around too well. Right. Right. And thankfully, uh, my wife was just getting her driver's license when Kylie's law was passed. And she and all her classmates, again, thankfully, were smart enough uh, to not comply with this law. Uh, I believe only about 20 percent of uh, New Jersey uh, provisional license holders actually did comply with it. And, And thank God for some common sense. You know, there wasn't any in the state legislature. So, Grayson, let me ask you this. What is the solution? Because politicians are always going to take the path of least resistance. You have this perverse incentive to do these uh, feel-good measures or measures that are really motivated out of trying to solve problems. But what is the solution? Yeah, I mean, the solution has to be political courage, right, which is something that's often in short supply. Like I said, I mean, this bill sailed through the state legislature. Only three state senators voted against it. And I'm sure that was a hard call for them. I mean, who wants to vote against a bereaved mother, right? Who wants to vote for more dead kids on the highway? You know, and that's that the op, that's what the optics are, right? You know, right. the optics and, of doing nothing are always going to be rough. And who wants to vote against a $2 trillion stimulus bill? Exactly. Hey, you're listening to Moving Forward with Young Voices. That was Grayson Quay. Grayson, if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, so you can just Google me at Grayson Quay. Um, that's Q-U-A-Y. Uh, I've written a lot of stuff for the American Conservative, and uh, you can find uh, links from there to some of my other writing. Hey, we'll be back right after this break, moving forward with Young Voices. Young Voices. 